to Him. Look to Him. He's everything you need. He is everything you need. Jesus' name. I know I could stay in this moment forever, but, you know, I believe we're going to have at the end of the message another powerful ministry moment. So how about you sit down, but don't sit down on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Worship ministry, we've flipped it, so I'll see you soon. Let's give them a big blessing and a love. And a lo- I mean, I could, oh, I could just sing all day long to my Lord. And, uh, you know, sometimes I just want to hear you. And it just, I just think of the Father's heart as he hears the symphony, I love that word, the symphony of sound coming from the saints, S-S-S-S, the symphony of sound coming from the saints. You can, you can tweet that, but don't put my name to it. All right. Okay. So are you ready? Ah, you were born ready to hear the word of God. You know, I'm going to start this message Uh, It's called Knowing the God of Your Breakthrough. Oh, I love that. I love this church. Response. Make a noise. God's good. And uh, knowing the God of your breakthrough. He wants to be known by you. He wants you to know Him, to know His character, to know His nature. Because then when the storms of life come raging at you, you will not be moved. You will be on the rock. I tell you, storms come, don't they? Circumstances can shift on a dime, as they'd say in the USA. I don't know where that came from. It's because, is Ben here? It's because Ben's here, Americans. So God is saying to us, know me and the power of my resurrection, know me. And I've got a little slide that I just really loved um, to look at because sometimes people are visual and they see words and it can, and it just triggers something in you because God wants you to know him as all of this and more. All of this in my, I see up here, he is my healer. I see that he is everything. He's almighty. He's merciful. He is love. He is everything good. He's our creator. He's our peacemaker. There are words up here. He exists. You know, there are people that believe that God does not exist. He exists and you are the evidence to me that God is real and God's power and Holly's testimony. Girl, just opened up my heart and reminded me of the salvation that I received when I opened my heart to Jesus. He is real and He loves you. I want to tell you a little story to start with, uh, a breakthrough story that is very personal to me. Um, And it, it came from left field. You know, the breakthroughs of God can come at you. They can come to you and God wants them to come through you. You are a carrier of God's breakthrough. And as you get to know him and his nature, then you will carry him. And I know that you do. And uh, so this story is a boy that we met in Africa and his name is Samson. And he was 10 years of age when we met him. And so we were in Kenya ministering and leading worship for 200 orphans. And as they worshipped, oh, breathtaking, no microphones, just Brendan on the guitar and this it was like a shaft of light shone on this little guy. And I said to him, hey, can you come out here and lead the worship? And he just as bold as anything, didn't think about it. Out he came, singing worship and leading. And afterwards I asked him, what's your name, Samson? 
and he'd been healed of meningitis. He was near death's door and his teacher came and spoke a word from the Lord and he was raised up. So he had a revelation of God. He's a carrier of God. And what I didn't know was in a moment, he was about to bring ministry to me and set me free. So anyway, I said, Samson, can you pray for Brendan and I, Uncle Brendan, Auntie Kathy? He put his hand on us. And as he did, he prayed like this. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm like, whoa. It wasn't just the volume. It wasn't the confidence. It was an anointing. And he declared Psalm 91, all 16 verses over us. He got to the verse that says, no evil shall befall you. And I was delivered instantly from a spirit of fear. Don't tell me God doesn't use children. Children who know God's word children who have been intimate with him. And when I say children, I'm talking about us. God doesn't have any grandchildren. We are all his children. So what Samson didn't know was I was plagued with a tormenting spirit of fear of flying in airplanes. And I used to get into the plane and open my Bible to Psalm 91 and declare it. But I do it like this, he that dwells in the secret place of the most high. Shadow bite under the shadow of the Almighty. What if there's a terrorist in the plane? What if I drop 38,000 feet and a shark eats me? Anyone had a random thought before? Right, right, a tormenting. Every time I get in a plane, I would just have to go through this thing. But I, I used the word of God, but there was no faith. I was like, oh God. All right, I'll make it right with you. And just in case I do die, I'm coming to you, Lord. But the moment Samson prayed, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So my mind wasn't sound, but... I was doing what I needed to do to get it there. So we need the word and the spirit. So carrying the spirit was Samson and the word of God. And together, boom. When expectation meets anointing, boom. When you come to Powerhouse every week, when you watch online, when you come to Powerhouse Conference, expectation will meet the anointing of the messengers who are bringing the messages and the anointing will break forth, break forth and burst forth. And there's not a day that I don't need a breakthrough. I might break through in one area over here and over here, there's another area that's screaming at me. You, you, you're not going to win this one. You're not going to win that battle. You might be good over here, but, but God says every day of the week, 24-7, I am the God of your breakthrough. Do you believe it? I know Jackson Pierce does because he loves me. Yes. Okay. I'm not looking at him though. Okay. So my first scripture that I want to read to you is from uh, the book of Samuel. Um, thank you. 
Freckers, I love it. It's like I've got my own cheer squad over there. All right, come on, Melbourne. The God of breakthrough in Melbourne. You're carrying him there. So God, God um, wants us to know that he is our breakthrough. So 2 Samuel 5.20 in the Amplified Bible, it says David. So David, he's a king at the time came to Belperazim and he defeated them there in the Amplified, the Philistines, the enemy. The enemy was coming against him and he defeated them then and said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me. Like a breakthrough of water, so he named the place Belperazim, which means master of the breakthrough. God names himself so that we can identify with him. If he's the master of the breakthrough, he's the one that does the breakthrough. He's the one that went before David. Before David was a king, he went on a journey and started as a young man, as a shepherd boy with an instrument, worshiping God and learning to know the nature and character of God in the secret place. No one can get your breakthrough for you. We can come alongside you and agree for your breakthrough. But push comes to shove. I've got to get the breakthrough with my God. My God knows me. My God knows what I need. My God will inject faith where it needs to be injected. But I need to put this inside my heart, inside my memory, and so that the Holy Spirit can go, Kathy, boom, this is the word of the Lord. So if God wants to be known as the God of breakthrough, we've got to declare him as that. We've got to continually speak, God, you are the God of my breakthrough. We will see the goodness of God. Now, going in the aeroplane didn't stop me from getting in the aeroplane because my purpose drove me. At the other side, I was going to minister and see people set free. So you're going to live your life. You're going to live in the purposes of God if you seek Him. But God doesn't want you to do that terrified or afraid. He wants you to do it full of faith because He's a faith living God. So before David uh, was um, a master of knowing God as the breakthrough, he learned to worship him and to seek him. If you want a breakthrough in your life, seek him. Seek him. And what he can do for you is beyond Beyond even, the Bible says, he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you'd ever ask, think, dream, or imagine in a book of Ephesians, Paul tells us that. So we are the carriers of breakthrough. We are the recipients of breakthroughs because God does it. David sought God before he had the battle. He said, Lord, do you want me to go in and and go after the Philistines. And the Lord said, go, you've already won it. So being a spirit-led believer, knowing the Holy Spirit and his nature and his character, knowing his voice so that when we seek him, there's no second guess, there's no double-mindedness. There's just like, Lord, you said it, it's in your word. You've confirmed it in my heart and I have wisdom because I've asked for it and now I'm going for it. 
I'm going for it. Are you going for it? Yes. Are coming to Powerhouse Conference? Yes. Awesome. Great. Love it. Okay, so, you know, as we break through, we can expect a breakthrough in a moment, ministry moments. I don't know how much of my life I've spent at an altar just saying, okay, Lord, bring it. And somebody praying over me um, or sitting or standing in the midst of the congregation with the people of God and just going, I'll have that. Thank you very much. And I'll have that. You know, I see God like a hamburger with a lot. You know, in Australia, we get, we get um, beetroot, pineapple, bacon, egg, beef, all the hot boom, the, the, the onions, the double cheese. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, people don't understand that overseas. They're like, really? Yeah, one with the lot. Don't forget one of God's benefits. Psalm 103. There are so many benefits to being in Christ, to be found in Him, to yield your life. He is the God of the breakthrough, right? So, because I was healed of cancer, one of my missions is to everybody who's diagnosed with cancer, just get it off them. Get out. I have a revelation. In 1996, I was diagnosed with fourth stage cervical cancer. And so over me was a death sentence, supposedly. Ha! <laughs> Don't mess with me. I knew too much. I knew too much. I knew who the God of my breakthrough was. Now, thank you, Jesus. Give him all the praise. So getting to know him, getting to know him is number one priority because there's the breakthrough. He is the breakthrough. So as I read the scriptures and I read John 10, 10, the second half in the Amplified Bible, it says he came that we might have life and have it in abundance until it overflows. That's why we called our ministry Overflow Kids. Because God's word says, I want you to live, Kathy. I am willing that you live. And there is an anointing for it. And I got healed supernaturally in the waiting room, waiting for my treatment. Because I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Oh, I sound like David. What do you want me to do? Some people have treatment. Some people don't have treatment. It's personal. So I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? He said, go and have your treatment. I've already healed you. I did it 2,000 years ago. That's why we take communion. The bread is the body. The juice represents his blood. So revelation, revelation is coming to you right now. He's coming at you with revelation. All you have to do is like go, yep, I agree. I agree with that. So I got healed in the waiting room, only had one treatment, and came back and um, they said, can't find the cancer. Go home. Come on. So this is an ad. I have a healing group <laughs> this Tuesday in the MPZ. Woo, woo. Okay. I got healed of cancer, so I carry healing. 
Someone reached out to me with God's love. So now I reach out through Shine Community Care to help people in the Sunshine Coast know him. God loves so well the world, so that's why Brendan and I go into all the world. How's that? You know, whatever he brings to you, Holly, you now are a dispenser. That means, you know, you're like throwing out love, throwing out power, throwing out. I believe that, um, you know, people, young people that are contemplating suicide, they will hear that testimony and it will be broken off them in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. If you online, if you are thinking about suicide, no way in Jesus' name. He loves you. He has a plan for you. He has a purpose for your life. Come on, we believe in you. We believe in you. You will fulfill the plan of God. Amen. So there are three things that I want to talk to you about, about breakthrough. Number one is, how do you prepare for your breakthrough, for your God-given breakthrough? Remember, it's he that brings it. Well, I'll tell you, you need to know that he is willing to do it. So let's look at Luke 5. 12 in the Amplified Bible, it says, while Jesus was in one of the villages or cities, he came, uh, there came a man covered with an advanced case of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and he begged him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean and well. And Jesus reached out his hand and he touched him saying, I am willing to be cleansed. Yes, I agree. God is willing He's not only able, he is willing. And I just, in those verses, I see and sense and feel the compassion of Jesus. He's compassionate about you. He's compassionate about your breakthrough. He cares sometimes more than you care. You're crying out to God for your breakthrough. And he's saying, I've done it for you. I've done it for you. I'm coming at you to bring you the breakthrough because he is that. So number one, know that God's willing to break you through. Amen. Number two is get on your face and thank God. This is how, what you do when you receive. Because there's no doubt in my mind that you will not receive the breakthrough. Now, it could take one prayer, like one moment for me, I was healed of cancer. Some of people are on a journey of breakthrough for cancer. Everybody, like I said, it's individual. But if we faint not, if we never let go, if we pursue the hem of his garment, if we're at conference, if we possibly can get there, we will see God's breakthrough again and again and again for one another, with one another. That's why we have groups so that we can just pray together, love one another and see the breakthrough and celebrate. What do we do when we get the breakthrough? Luke 17 verse 11. And now what happened is he went into Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there he met 10 men who were lepers, who stood afar off and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Come, we've got to lift up our voices sometimes. Don't suffer in silence. Lift up your voice and let God know. God, Master Jesus, I need you. Come. 
And so when he saw them again, Jesus saw, Jesus sees you. His compassion moves him. It moves him. And he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. You can move on a word, a word from God. Even if you don't see immediate change, move towards the faith that is in the word of God. Move towards the healing. Move towards the breakthrough. Don't let the enemy back you off with doubt and unbelief because of circumstance. He'll push you right off the stage. He'll push you out of the church because he doesn't want you here. There's power when we're here together, believing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when he saw one of them, and one of them, verse 15, and when he saw that he was healed, he returned. And with a loud voice, there it is again, he glorified God and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet. And he was giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And so Jesus answered and said, where are the 10? Weren't 10 cleansed? But where, where are the nine? Were there, not, uh, were there not any found to return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. You know, faith throws itself at Jesus' feet in absolute thanks. Every breakthrough that you've ever experienced on your face towards God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You might be facing the biggest hurdle that you've ever faced right now, today, but God says, when you fall at his face, feet, on your face, (laughs) before him, prostrate, God, I love you. Thank you so much. I'm so thankful for all that you've done. So thankful for that breakthrough and recalling the breakthroughs of your life. You know, I just feel like some of you this week in preparation for Powerhouse Conference, you're going to sit with your journal and look back and see where God has been faithful to you to build your faith up to where he wants to take you. Because every one of our speakers, because I prepare and preach the word of God all over the world. I know what it takes to spend the time for you, for others. And our speakers at conference, Pastor John and Danielle, have been seeking God for us, for our break. Trent Hemery, you saw, he's been praying for us. They carry an anointing, David Hall, every one of them to, to bring it to us. And all we have to do is sit there and let it wash over us. But there's something on the inside going, yes, 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 yes. There's one time we had a guest ministry back in the day and he, he was an evangelist traveling around and he came to our church and um, he said, uh, God is straightening teeth right now. I tell you, the gifts of the spirit will blow your mind. <laughs> God cares about your teeth. And so I'm like, yo, I'll have that. Now, in my seat, I just did like that. People get to know me. I do things, right? I just went, that's mine. And so in those days, I was about 32 years of age, just coming to a church that preached faith and released power. And uh, 
my two teeth were protruding like little, little Dracula fangs. And um, as a child, my parents couldn't afford to get those fixed. I was always conscious did, of it, didn't smile much, did those, those smiles with no teeth. Two years, like I went, yes, that, I'll have that. And I didn't even think about it again. Two years later, my mum says to me, Shh, smile. And I do my smile. She said, your teeth are straight. Now, a mother knows your mouth. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. God of the breakthrough did that for me. What else does he want to do for you? He cares about your teeth. He cares about your body. He put his own spirit in your body. We are the temple. This body, your body, is the temple of God. The Holy Spirit lives within you if you love Jesus. And I'm spitting everywhere. It's anointing, flying. If you want to get under it, no, don't, don't, don't. Okay, last point. Here we go. I'm having so much fun with my family. Online family. Okay, so what was uh, number three? How do you keep your breakthrough? One thing, getting it. One thing, being thankful for it. But how do you hang on to it? Because I tell you, there's pushback, there's pushback. You know, I'm not a prophet of doom. I'm just telling you the way it is. Because the enemy does not want you to have the victory. But what he actually knows is that we have it. But if he can lie enough to it, to us, then he'll push us back. So in Luke 4, 31, when Jesus was in Capernaum, the city of Galilee, he was teaching on the Sabbath day, and there was, uh, they were astonished at his teaching for his word was with authority. Stop right there. His word was with authority. So when you declare what his word is, and you know that you know, You've got a toot about it, an attitude of this is God's word. The power is in God's word. The power is in me speaking the word of God. Because when I hear myself declare what he says, then I'm telling myself, my my, uh, brain and my mind, line up. Line up with what truth is. Because everything about this world is going to try and lie to you to tell you otherwise, right? So power, and everybody say power, authority. I have power. I have authority in Jesus' name. It's not in our own strength and it's not in our own ability. It's only in His name. His name. Okay, go down to um, verse 36. Then they were all amazed because he spoke among, they spoke among themselves saying, what a word is this? Because what he did was he delivered a demon-possessed person who had an unclean spirit. For with authority and power, he commands unclean spirits and they come out. You know, there's a scripture in 1 John that says, as he is, so are we in this world. So if there's anything going down in your house, if there's anything that you are not happy with what's happening and you know God's word, you rise up, you take authority and you you just bring that thing down. All right. One more scripture from Matthew 18, 18, the the Passion Translation. And then I'm going to minister because God wants to do something 
that um, is going to bless you. Receive this truth, Jesus said. Whatever you forbid on earth, it will be considered forbidden in heaven. And whatever you release on earth will be considered released in heaven. Again, I give you an eternal truth. If two of you agree to ask God for something in a symphony of prayer, my heavenly Father will do it for you. So there's a symphony of prayer. There's a symphony of oneness. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. For wherever two or three come together in honour of my name, I am right there with them. God is here to forbid, whatever we forbid, whatever we release will be done in the name of Jesus. So what I see is like a moment, I'll get you up, Lisa, to play the keys, anointed one. Oh, there she is. <laughs> and the rest, awesome. As I was praying for you on the massage chair yesterday, not the chair, actually I was mass being massaged an hour and a half. Somebody blessed me for a present for my birthday. God's practical, natural and spiritual and supernatural all at once. As I was being massaged, all I could think of was you. All I could think of was you and your breakthrough. You, you went out of the room, didn't you, just before? Yeah, because I was looking for you. Are you your son? Yep. I just feel like God's son. I don't even know your name. What's your name? Liam? Awesome, Liam. I've, I really feel like just God just wants you to know that he knows you. And he's enraptured by you. Uh, he's got a great plan for you. He loves you. And um, he just brought you to my attention. And to me, that says, wow, God's really after your life. He's got something special to do through you. And so your breakthrough is, uh, is going to be easy, easy. He loves you. Okay, so I saw the Holy Spirit releasing people from fears and phobias. Fears and phobias. I don't know about you, but I've had a few attached to me by the enemy and like Samson, he prayed it off me. He forbid it by speaking the word and he released my freedom. So we're going to do that right now. And I'm going to ask you in a moment to stand up if you are facing any fears or phobias. Um, online, I really felt like there was somebody online that um, can't leave the house. They don't think you can leave the house. Um, and God wants you in the midst of the congregation. But you've been so afraid to get out. And God's going to set you free today. So, hallelujah. Come on, saints. Let's pray in the Holy Spirit. Now, if you respond to this and say, yeah, Kathy, I, I, I want you to pray, then I want you to stand in your seat. And, and I don't want you to pray. The others around you, the symphony of prayers, are going to pray, pray for you. So if you have a phobia or a fear that you need to be released from, stand to your feet right now, right now. Just respond, respond, respond. There's more. I know there's more. God's going to set you free. Take hold of this anointing right now. Take hold. 
Now, saints, look around the room. If you're a believer full of the power of the Holy Spirit, put your hand on somebody or put your hands towards somebody. Come on, symphony of prayer. There's a symphony of prayer. There's a symphony of prayer. Holy God. We forbid fear to, uh, to torment you. In the name of Jesus, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a sound mind. Right now, we release the anointing. We release the anointing of freedom in that name. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. Glorious freedom. Right now, tormenting spirits. Now, off, off, get off, get out, get out. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we loose you, we set you free. There's power in the name. There's power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. Just receive it right now. Just receive, stand in his presence right now. There it is. There it is continually. He continually comes towards you. He continually comes at you with his love and his kindness and his goodness in Jesus' name. This week, as you renew your mind in the word of God, right now, the revelation of that word is gonna just break off you once and for all. You say, can it happen? Yes, it can. It has already happened in this moment. Take it, believe it, receive it in Jesus' mighty name. You have the authority. I just see all of you carrying an anointing to, to set the captives free. The captives set free in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit, you're awesome in this place. We thank you, Lord. It's not by might, it's not by power, it is by your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Holy Spirit. We never get complacent with your presence, Lord. When you're ready, just take a seat. There's one more thing that I want to do in this moment. Never, get, never, ever, saints, never, ever get so familiar with God's presence that you're not in awe. If you're a believer, you're not a spectator. You're a participator in the greatest move on our planet to see souls saved, to see lives transformed. To see dead people come to life. If you're here today, why don't you just close your eyes, everyone, and search your own heart. Do you know the God of the breakthrough? Do you know Jesus Christ, Lord of glory? Jesus who died on a cross, suffered, suffered, more, marred more than any other man, the Bible says, unrecognizable. He's not like the, the pictures that you might see in religious books. He was unrecognizable. He took on his own body, the sin of the world. 
every sickness, every disease on his own body. His father in heaven had to turn his back on him because he can't look at sin. He took it on himself for us. And you don't have to sit here one more second, one more moment, not knowing that you are forgiven of your sin because Jesus did it for you. And you can have a relationship with Almighty God through, the, through Jesus Christ's shed blood. You, all you have to do is receive Him and say, Jesus, I believe. Don't try and think about what that looks like in the future. Just now, now is the moment of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. If you're online and listening, you can, in wherever you are, call upon the name of Jesus and be saved. And in this room... If you need to call upon the name of the Lord, I'm going to pray a prayer in a moment, lead you in a prayer, a declaration of surrender to God. And I'm telling you, the moment you release your life to God and believe, you'll be saved. And then it's a journey of finding out who this Jesus is for you. Maybe you've done this once before. I was 15 when I gave my life to Jesus. I said, I want you, God. But I was 32 when I said, Lord, I want you to be my Lord, my master. Maybe you've said a prayer, but in your heart of hearts, you know that you're distant from God. It's you that needs to come back to his loving arms. Or maybe you just need that assurance. God has a place for me in heaven. When this life is over, and it will be over, one day there is an eternity with him that you can spend your whole life. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repent, to turn around and say, I can't do life my own way. I need you, God. I'm crying out for you. So as I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit comes to say, yep, that's you. Give your life over today. Do it now. Don't wait another moment. So if that's you, and as I lead in a prayer, before I do, I'm going to ask you to respond and put your hand up. I'm going to count to three, and you can put your hand up, and even at home, wherever you are, put your hand up and say, yes, Kathy, I need to, to yield my life, to give my life to God. And you will know, you will know that you're saved and set free. So as I look around the room, Eyes closed on the count of three. If you want to be included in this prayer, just put your hand in the air. One, two, three, right up. Cross the room. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Anyone else? Put your hand up right now. Those of you who have put your hand up, you can put it down. Is there anyone else that would say, Kathy, I really know you're talking to me. God's talking to me. I need to do this, not for the person next to me, but for my own salvation. Anyone else, just put your hand up right now. Put your hand up right now and say, that's what I need to do. I know there are people online that are now putting their hands up, even some people dropping to their knees in Jesus' name. We're all going to say this prayer. There are two or three people that put their hands up to say, oh, Kathy, include me in this prayer. So why don't we all, as a family, we say this after me. Dear Father in heaven, I come to you and I receive your son, Jesus, as my Lord and Saviour. 
I'm sorry for my sin. I turn away from the devil and all his evil works. And I acknowledge you, Jesus, as the saviour of my life. Holy Spirit, come and fill me now with your love, your confirmation that I am saved, that I am born again. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for those that have opened up their lives to you today. The journey ahead, Lord, we call them. Lord, blessed on this journey, Lord, and truly disciples of you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless them, Father God, and uh, lead them through their life magnificently. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Well, let's give the Lord a, a praise offering. Hallelujah. Glory. And um, thanks, Jeremy. Bless you. Hey, let's give Kathy a hand this morning.